What is happening out there? I'm rolling dice. Why? Gotta warm it up. I'm like, you're not the DM. Stop rolling dice randomly just to freak us out. You can just roll dice. What? It's fine. I rolled like nine in a row and none of them were above 10 on a 20 side. Yeah, you gotta get that warmed up, bud. It's like brain over here. I'm going to save this 20 for next time. But then the 20 bank. Under the blazing sun in the Lopetian desert lies the proud city of Mansamalut. The hard-working denizens of this mercantile capital live honest lives. But when the sun goes down, there is another face to this metropolis. The zookeeper is the head of a vast criminal network that controls trade just out of view of the law. This is the story of three aspiring members of that thieves' guild. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast about a band of bards out on tour. But today, we're playing Burglar Mystery Tour, an actual play podcast about a band of thieves robbing fools. My name is Brayton, and I'll be your DM. And I'm Ed, and I'll be playing Drell Griefstroke, a human warlock with jet black hair. He wears black leather armor, and he wears a black cloak. His favorite color is... Actually, you know what? I'll leave some of the imagination up to the listener. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Jaxo Gix. He is a kobold. He's about three feet tall. He's got orange scales. His belly's like a yellow color. And he wears sunglasses, but they're like steampunky. And they don't actually fix the fact that he can't see very well in the daytime. He's pretty energetic and cute, even if Brayton doesn't think kobolds are cute. Hey y'all, this is Nora. I'm playing Hap Shepsim, a blonde, blue-eyed, charming fellow from far away. Hap's been part of the Thieves Guild for a while now and prefers any heist where he gets to shine in the leading role. He's a mark of finding human rogue and also a bit of a dick. He's not really nice to anyone unless he thinks he can get something out of it. Last time on Burglar Mystery Tour, the gang found the vault containing the map they are looking for. To learn more about the vault, they sought advice from a safecracker, Lorelei. After deciding on their next plan of action, they decided to rest for the night. We join them as they meet in the morning to collect information from the shop of the Finn family. This is Burglar Mystery Tour. Alright, you guys meet up at a time different than you told that kid. Um, I show up late. We say 9.45, I show up at like 10.15. Like, I'm rubbing my eyes, I'm like... Is it 9.45 yet? Yeah. How you doing? Did you sleep okay? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I didn't drink too much or anything last night. How you doing, Hap? I've got a coffee in one hand and a cigarette in the other and big dark circles under my eyes. I just nod. Where'd you get that coffee? I need some of that. I shake my head to the left. Uh, I'm going to go get some coffee and then I'm ready. And then you guys are off on your adventure. Coffee in hand. 
Um, you go into the office. Yeah, where Ferguson's working. Oh, I bought an extra for him. It's in like the main business district. So how good was my makeup left from last night? Like, do I need to go get it reapplied first? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. You're going to have to get it redone. Okay, I go back and I get it reapplied then. Well, you go back and you ask politely. And Wanda, who's a human with a consistent voice, says, Oh, honey, I can do it, but it's going to cost you. I mean, I was only given credit for the one. How much does it cost? Ten gold. Wanda, you're an expensive lady, I'll tell you. If you think that's expensive, you should ask me to do something hard. All right, so you want ten gold to redo my makeup? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to attempt to persuade her to give me a discount because I'm so good looking and charming and I'm nice to her whenever I'm there. All right. Roll a persuasion check. Eleven. All right. What do you say to her? Oh, Wanda, don't you think you could give one of your best customers just a little bit of a discount there? Ten gold pieces is quite a lot for my pocketbook these days. She gets a wry smile on her face and she says, All right, half for you. Big discount. Nine gold. All right, I'll take it. Come on in. And she does it real quick. You look great. Roll a disguise kit check based on charisma with advantage because Wanda's so good. I hope so after I paid nine gold for it. Jeez. Sixteen. All right. And then you guys are off to the office. All right. You walk through town. Did you guys need me to look different? Am I going in with you? That's up to you, man. You don't think a cobalt is recognizable? Uh, Before we leave the area and start walking through town, I cast Disguise Self and I make myself look like that same gnome from last night. Still wearing a dress. Okay. Hap, are you wearing the same outfit as yesterday? Uh, I put on slightly different, like dark blue instead of dark purple. Okay. I'm going I'm to um, follow suit and be light blue dress, but still same big poofy thing. Sleeveless to the floor. Cover that tail. Nice. It's like a little bit of a walk to downtown. Like, do you want to wait till you're closer to cast a spell? Oh, is it? How long does it take? Let's say it takes uh, like a half an hour. Okay. I'm going to give them like a 10 minute head start so that I'm not with them. So that I'm not seen with what's his name? Fancy Pants McBoatface. Okay. Lord Smothers. Yeah, Lord Smothers Boatface. I'm going to walk just as a kobold down the road for a while till I get close. You can give them way less than a 10-minute head start. All right, I'm going to give them like a two-minute head start. And then when I get close, I'll change. All right, cool. You go. You get close. As soon as I go outside, I go, ah, the sun. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, it's it's very bright. It's oppressively bright outside. Yeah, I'm struggling. How do you think our cave-dwelling friend is doing back there? He seems like he's keeping up to me. Okay. Jackson, what happens to you in the light? You have disadvantage on attack rolls and perception checks that rely on sight when you, your target, or whatever you're trying to perceive is in direct sunlight. Ed, do you have that as well? Nope. I just hate the sun. Yeah, I just am not attacking, so it's fine. I just am suffering and frustrated, but it's fine. All right. You guys get there. Emily, what do you want to do to change? You're like a block away. Um, What's around me when I'm a block away? It's a big business district. There's a whole bunch of people on the streets going in and out of shops. There's all kinds of different shops. I'm going to go into a shop that looks like it's like a coffee shop that it might have like a bathroom. Okay. There's a tea house. Oh, good. I go into a tea house. By now, I think I finished my coffee, so I throw that away. I go in the bathroom. I hope that it's a two-person bathroom. 
I change into a gnome. Okay. It's, it might not it's be. Not, it's just a single person bathroom. Perfect. I come out looking like a gnome. Does anyone look at me weird? Yes. Who? If it's a tea house, are they still called baristas? Sure. They look at you funny. The barista? Yeah. All right. And they're like, um, hello. I'm like, Welcome hello. to the store. Would you like to buy some tea? Yes, please. One cup. Okay. Green tea, please. Perfect. They give you some green tea and they charge you a silver piece for it. All okay. right. I tip them an extra silver. Nice. All right. Have a nice day. I hope it gets less weird for you. Yeah, I've been having this weird thing. It's it's a thing. It's like sometimes I sneeze and then you know how allergies are and I leave. Um. All right, cool. Your friends have gone into that shop. Do you follow them in? Yeah, I follow them in. Like, I try to hurry and catch up. You two walk into the office of the Finn Flower Company, Lopidia's most luxurious Lopid locale. Ferguson Finn is inside the shop. As soon as you enter, he looks up from a desk. Like, there's a counter at the front for receiving people. And then there are some tables in the back with some, like, half-height dividers. So they're kind of like offices, but they're more like cubicles. And he sees you and he stands up and he says, oh, good morning. What can I do for? Oh, hey. Why, hello, Master Flynn. Lord Smothers. Long time no see. Yes, we came by. We had discussed coming by for business last night. And we unfortunately had to leave so early because one of my compatriots was not feeling well. I hold my finger up to my lips like, shh. We were just feeling so guilty about it that we wanted to come by and say hello, pay our respects. And I also wanted to pick your brain a little bit. Oh, okay. I mean, there's no need to feel guilty. It's just a party, but... Well, we're new to town and we just want to make a good impression, you know. I feel like I may have slighted your father and I want to get him a present to make up for it. Can you tell us about some things that he might like? Oh, man. Maybe some common catchphrases he has. He likes boats a lot. Say we should buy him a boat? Everyone calls him the Admiral, but he was never actually in the military. He was just a a merchant captain. Does he have a boat? Oh, yeah. We've got a large fleet of boats. Oh, what's his favorite one called? The Montgomery. I was thinking about playing the four-digit lottery later on today. You want to go on a poll? What's your favorite four-digit number? My favorite four-digit number? Um... Six, four, three, two. That's a weird question. I was thinking of three, two, two, three, though. What do you think about that? That's a good one. That's a solid one. You don't think two doubles is too many? Roll a perception check. Five. Or rather, maybe an insight Insight? Wait. 23. Wait, did you read? My perception was five, but my insight was 23. (laughs) All right. I also looked around the office. It's fine. Drell, you notice? With your extremely high percept or insight check, that whenever he's saying a number, he almost subconsciously pats his right trouser pocket. Huh? Only when he says it. Yeah, when you're Every talking number? about your favorite four-digit number. Well, mm. when you said three two two three or whatever, that's when he patted. No, no. When he said the number, which he said six four three two. Yeah. So how much do you usually put on the lottery? I never play it. It's a Never mind. Well, I was going to say it's a stupid tax, but I didn't want to insult you because I understand you're a fan of it. No, I understand it's just throwing your money away, but I always tell people it's like buying dreams. I'm throwing that money away, 
but also I get to like think about what if I won, you know, just for one day. Sure. You could flush money down the toilet, but why do that when you could buy lottery tickets? Um, you could also not flush money down the toilet. Uh, yeah, I can't help but to agree with this uh, gnome here. What would you rather have? A candy bar or a dream? A candy bar. Um, can I help you guys with anything today? Or did you just stop by to chit chat? Well, I do want to come back to this issue of things that your father likes. Because if we were to send him a gift, we just want to make sure it's a good gift. So, can you tell us some other things that he enjoys? Does he like plants or Oh, yeah. Gold? He loves tobacco. Ah, tobacco. He smokes pipes, but he'll have a cigar, too. He likes a nice whiskey or brandy or vodka. He likes that. You know, sailor things. Rum. He does like rum. I can't get around that. But who doesn't, right? Uh-huh. Right, Gillette? Uh-huh. uh-huh. I prefer gin myself. Well, gin, that's fine. That's fine. That's just fine. If you like licking pine trees, or if you're really smart, you like gin, too. Do you think that there's a particular member of your family that your father loves more? He turns sour, and he says, Oh, yeah, you're probably talking about old Harry. Oh, I didn't mean to offend, young sir. I was just curious if there was some other favor we could do for a particular member of the family that might endear us to your father. But it seems I've hit a sore spot. Yeah, we really thought you were going to say you were the favorite because you're our favorite, son. Yeah, you'd think so. The one who's always doing all the work. See how I'm the only one in the office? Yeah, being See super how no one cool. else is here because they drank too much to the party last night and stayed up too late. I'm clear evidence you can drink too much at a party and then go to work the next day. Yeah, he made it here. He's here. Harry's not so bad. He's just, he's still a little green, you know, and dad gave him that job as the marketing director. What do you think about his marketing job that he's done so far? It's fine. Anybody can do it. He could have hired a monkey and done just a fine job. You don't need to market Lopids. They're highly sought after. From what I hear, everybody already wants them. But whatever. Harry needs a job, so. Well, where is Harry right now? I don't know. He just disappears and goes out partying all the time, flirting with girls and stuff. Can't blame him, can you? I guess not. I don't know. Sure would be nice if I had time to go flirt with girls. What are you doing right now? Want to go to the bar? I can't. I'm the only one in the office. Do you want me to stay? What do you need me to do? What? No, you don't work. What are... I'm fine. Thanks for your concern, but I'm fine. Do you have a close sign? We're only going out for four or five, six or set, six drinks. And that's only like a couple hours, like two, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's um, nine, maybe nine drinks, whatever. Did you guys need uh, any kinds of recommendations on realtors to help find a, a an office space? Is there anything I could help you with? Oh, uh, no, we got someone on it. We had someone that was on, in town looking earlier, so he's an inside guy. Okay. Does our own scouting. We have really important stipulations for location. Magnus has it covered. He's quite a good vizier. Takes care of all my business needs. Plus, we hunt for real estate under a shell corporation so that no one knows it's us because they'll charge us more if they know it's us. Yeah, tell me about it. What's your favorite number? Yeah, it doesn't even have to be four digit. Just any number. Six. Does he tap? I watch him. No. I mean, roll an insight check. 14. 21. Still no. All right, guys. Well, it was really a pleasure. Oh, I got Uh, you this coffee. And I hand him this 
The tea that you the got? The tea? No, I got us both coffees earlier, and then I got a tea for me. And then I said, but if you don't like coffee, I got this tea if you want this tea. He just accepts it, and he says, uh, thanks. It's not poisoned or anything. Oh, I really appreciate that. If now you're afraid to drink it, I'll just take it back because I could really use it. Um, I'm not saying I want it back. I'm saying if you're just going to dump it out because my friend here has poisoned your mind against me, I'll take it back. I'd rather it not be wasted. I feel like you guys should spend a little time getting to know the local customs, you know, because some people might perceive what you guys are saying and doing as a little bit rude. I understand that you're still new to the area. Young Ferguson, we are quite new and we thank you for your feedback. We shall take this into consideration. Now, my peons, let us go. Okay, bye. All right, first order of business. I'm going to find a a local corner store. Find out if they have a four-digit lottery in these parts. Okay, how are you going to find out? I'm going to ask, do you guys have a four-digit here? What's that? The guy behind the counter says as he lowers his magazine. The lottery. You run a lottery? Oh, my goodness. Every single day with you guys. You're just throwing your money away. Yeah, I know. What number you want to play? I want to put a gold down on 6432 and a gold down on 3223. All right. Uh, He fills out like a receipt slip and stamps it and charges you two gold. I'm sure that's gone. All right. Anything else? When he says anything else, he's already sitting down and lifting his magazine back up. I'm also going to buy like a soda from the fountain, though. That should be one copper. Uh, it's a silver. Fuck. All right. That better be 44 ounces. No way. It's only 24 ounces. 24? All right. I walk out with a 24 ounce fountain drink. And I'm like, this is a dirty ripoff. One silver for 24 ounces? I should have spent it on the lottery. And then I drink it until it like gargles on the bottom. How many ice cubes are in it? It was crushed ice. So it's like 900. But now it's all melted. You can't count it because it, once the soda hits it, it's water. Can I eat your ice cubes? Yeah, here. You can have it. All right. I start to eat the ice cubes. Well, what do y'all think? Did we learn anything in there? 6432, baby. Maybe. I think what we learned is the real number's in his pocket, and we got to club him to get it. Wait, I'm a pickpocket. You're a pickpocket? Why don't you just go pickpocket him? Is pickpocket a skill? You use sleight of hand. Oh, I'm a pretty good sleight of hander, too. Then why are we talking about clubbing this guy? If you guys can both pickpocket him. Ask him one more question and then give him a hug and slip your hand in. I can pretend I forgot something and go back and give him that traditional hug that I gave his papa last night. I forgot something in your pocket. Hold on. (laughs) I can just tell him I forgot to say goodbye. When we break in to get the key from his dad, which you get the code from, like, you know what I mean? They probably both just take their pants off and throw them on the floor like a real human would do. While they're asleep and it's easier to sneak up on them. Wait, do you yeah, know like the truth is which? I sure do. I got all the details from that mama. All right. Here's an important question. Remember when Harry walked in the room and did the punching in Ferguson? Didn't he say something like, get your gutted, good guy? I think he just said, got you good or something like that. Maybe got you good's the words. You think so? We should hang out with them some more and find out. Let's get Harry drunk. Well, we didn't figure out where he is. His brother didn't say. He's at home sleeping off this hangover. We need to go in there and be like, want some hair of the dog or whatever that say? Yeah, hair of the dog the bitcha. 
Yeah, you get some, want some fleas? You want some blink dog? I Spit. think maybe y'all should do that. I'm worried if I show up again that the mama might come after me for terminer. Sexually? I don't know. I don't know if she's going to be angry. I don't know if she's How much do you just... think it was the potion? How much do you think it was you? It's hard to say. I'm very charming. Well, how much do you think it was the fact that she's pissed at her husband? Because that is what I over. You might not have even needed the potion. She might open the vault for us. Show up with flowers. That may also be the case. I mean, I'm not opposed to doing what I need to do for the team. You know what I'm saying? If I need to lay down a little love making on the side. But I do think I'm not the right person to go after Harry. Because if I go there, I'm going to get waylaid by the mama. Yeah. So what are you guys thinking about doing? I feel like you got to do something. Nah, we'll just give up. I think we should take flowers to the mom. You should take flowers to the mom. We don't know whose password is the voice activated one, if it's Harry's or not. What if I take flowers to the mama and I bring Yun's two with me and then you go and distract Harry and find out what he knows? I'm going to go find a flower vendor and buy some beautiful bouquet of flowers. Yeah, there's two flower shops that are right across the street from each other. Which one's owned by Finn? Which one looks cheaper? Oh, it's not. All right. So Finn's Flowers is not like a flower shop. They only sell lopids. But there's like a flower shop that sells like bouquets of flowers. Oh, oh. I go back into Ferguson's shop. Oh, hello there, young master. I forgot to ask you one last thing before I left. What type of flowers does your mother like? He just looks. He doesn't even stand up from his desk this time. He's like, daffodils? I don't know. She likes anything. I forgot to give you the traditional uh, goodbye hug from my hometown, so I must make up for that now. And I reach out my arms like I want to give him a hug. So I, I envision that you're just waiting him out. Yeah, awkwardly waiting. He eventually caves and he's like, okay. And he gets up and he comes over and he gives you a hug. And I try to feel his pocket. Roll a sleight of hand check. 11. Not the best one. But it's good enough. You reach into his pocket. You just take whatever you can find in his pocket. Uh, it's yeah. It's a piece of paper. And then I say, goodbye, young sir. Thank you for your help. Okay. Have a nice one. Try not to be weird anymore. And then I find my groupies and I tell them I found this piece of paper. And we look at it together. Just a random piece of paper you found? You look at the piece of paper and it only has four digits scrawled across it. Yeah. Zero seven three zero. I say we go rig the lottery for that number to come up. Then I go back to him and I'm like, dude, six four three two didn't come up. Zero seven three zero came up. Wait, wait, guys. One of us needs to go check the pants of Henry. Henry, oh, the dad's pants, and then the brother's pants, and then the other brother's pants. That's yeah. where all the Who? clues are. Harry, not Henry. I found this paper in the in Ferguson's pants, so I think this might be the code for the Which vault. pocket? Front right. Which pocket was the dad's key in? Back right. Uh, let me go get a bouquet of flowers, and I go into the, whichever florist looks cheaper and buy a bouquet of daffodils. Oh, yeah. One definitely looks cheaper than the other one. Like, some of the letters are more sun-bleached on the sign. Like, one fell off, and they just replaced that one. How much does they, do they charge me for a bouquet of daffodils? Two silver, but they look a little bit sickly. That's fine. Get one of those health packets you can add to the water. And then I come back outside and I said, all right, I'm ready to go. If you two are. Yeah, let's go. Let's head out. Here's my, one of my concerns. Ferguson said he's the only one working today. What about Augustus? Who's that? Admiral Augustus Finn. Oh, 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 oh. Admiral, Admiral. 
I don't know if he's going to take kindly to you showing up with flowers for his wife while he's home. Well, we'll just have to improvise now, won't we? I can take him out. Do you remember what Greg's told us? No. No. No murder. This is a quiz. No, 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 no. Necessarily You put somebody into the potted plant. We deliver the potted plant as a gift to the dad Donna. And then. No, the potted plant has to be a gift to Donna. Why? She likes plants. Yeah, but so does the dad. He sells little pitties. No, the dad likes money. Oh, we should give him money. And boats. Get him a bouquet of gold. Here's a bouquet of boats. I thought we were doing reconnaissance before we go back to get the potted plant and have Flanders deliver it with all of us in it. I think you're right, but I feel like at this point, now we know everyone's home except for Teddy. Who's Teddy? What's his name? Ferguson. How are we going to get the passcode? We have the passcode. We got the passcode. No, not the number. The phrase? Yeah. It's in someone else's pocket. I think it's in Harry's pocket. I think Harry's got it. Do you think if there was a phrase you had to remember, you would have to write it down? Yeah. He's stupid. Yeah, he's not smart, and his smarter brother wrote it down, so what do you think he's doing? He's probably got it tattooed on his body, if you know what I'm saying. So if he's still passed out right now. I should just go sneak in his room? Take a look at his chest with his shirt off. Well, then what's the point on getting delivered in this potted plant? We just worried he's not going to be there later. He's got to fall asleep That's just sometime. so we can get inside the house when we're not allowed to be there. Because the guards won't let us in at night while they're sleeping. But they will let a potted plant delivery in? They'll let a potted plant delivery in during the day. And then we are in the potted plant until the sun goes down. Then we jump out. Knives brandished. And under the full moonlight, we sneak into the belly of the beast. It's not supposed to be a full moon tonight there, Drill. We have to wait for a couple days then. Pause the plan. You know what I mean. I think we should just go get ourselves delivered. I think we have enough sneakery between the three of us that we can go find the last clue that we need. Do you think that? Yeah, I do. Okay, let's do it. Let's get in the part of plant. Let's go find Flanders. You guys go back to Flanders' spot where you met him, but he's not there. You told me you'd meet him at 7. Yeah, we know what time to go there. All right, so you can wait till 7. I just wanted to make sure you knew that you're going to try to have a plant delivered after 7. Why do we tell him we meet him at 7? I don't know. Also, you always deliver money grams when people are home. If you're going to deliver a live plant, the recipient better be off of work already. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. I hope you're loving Bardic Mystery Tour, or should I say, Burglar Mystery Tour. <laughs> I'm really excited to be doing some DMing. Uh, it's been a real growing experience for me. This arc is going to be way longer than four episodes. I know that our normal shtick is four episodes, get it done, keep it moving. But uh, this arc might be seven episodes. I'm still editing it, so I'm not 100% sure yet. We're still going to keep all the episodes to be about an hour. So I realized that we're missing some music, because normally we have music in episode D. So I am going to put onto the end of this episode a song that we wrote way back when we started Bardic Mystery Tour. We started with a slightly different cast, and due to some uh, time restraints, we didn't launch those episodes ever. So we wrote songs for episodes that never came out. I'm going to throw one of those onto this one so you guys can get a taste for it. And then sometime in the future, we're going to release that music so that you can listen to it on the internet, Bandcamp, or wherever. Remember to check out our website. Remember to listen to our music on Spotify or wherever you can find it. 
and I hope you're having a wonderful day, and we'll see you next time. All right, you meet Flanders at 7. What do you tell him? All right, Flanders, you got to go to Locust Street, find a big mansion with a wall around it. Tell the guard you're delivering a flower gram. You mean like the Finn house on Locust Way? You got it. You got to sing a little little ditty. Yeah. Okay, I'll definitely sing it. What do I have to say? You have to say, it goes like this. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. If it's not, then here's a plant. And then you give Donna this letter that says Donna on it that I wrote up. Okay. And then that's it. Job done. Then you leave and come back and do whatever you want to do for the rest of the night. Yeah, then you just shut the hell up and never talk to us again. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you need more pickpocket advice. No, no. I. He holds out his hand. He's got a whole bunch of copper and silver. And he's like, I've been doing pretty good. Yeah, good job. It's working. That trick I showed you? Tell me what your finder's fee. Give me the plant. Give me the 10 silver that you promised me. All right, here's that 10 silver. Sing that song again real quick. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But if you do, then here's a plant. Take a plant if you want a goner. This here plant is made for Donner. Uh, Yep, you nailed it. You nailed it. All right, we're going to jump in this plant real quick. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> activate whatever we need to do to put all three of us inside of the plant. Okay. Yeah, there's a activation word. It's on the inside lip of the pot. It's persnickety. Wait, the word is persnickety? Yeah. Okay. And then you guys climb inside this plant, mm-hmm. and he takes it away. Inside the plant, it's real luxurious and big. You guys can hang out, but you try not to make too much noise because uh, you can hear the outside world. So you think they can hear you. Can we see out too? Yeah, you can peek out. So it's like um, when you go in, it's like there's a trap door on this big humongous mansion. You can like lift it up and peek out. There's also a front door, but you can't open it for some reason. Okay. Is there a mansion cat? Just comes with the mansion or a dog? It's not a tree house though. Like it's like made out of vines because Flo would have made it out of branches bent like a bonsai tree. It don't matter. It looks like it's made out of little toothpicks, like a little log cabin, like you would make a tree house out of planks, but it's out of like little tiny pieces of wood. Okay. Out of Lincoln logs? Yeah. Does it have a green roof and does it have a little red chimney and it's all wooden? So it looks like Lincoln logs? Yep. That's what it looks like. All right. You hear the kid talking to the guard. You can hear the guard being like, no, you can't go in there. And the kid being like, I have to deliver this plant. And the guard's like, look, I'll take it to them. And the kid's like, well, you got to sing this song. And the guard's like, oh, my God. Sing me the song. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can't. If you do, then here's a plant for Donna. You're the one and only Donna. It's for Donna. And the guard goes, all right, thanks. Have a great day. Is he going to sing it? Well, then the guard, uh, like you're just hanging out in the guard. Like he puts you down on the guard. Like there's a little hut, like a standing space for guards yeah. to stand in. Yeah. Time passes. And then after like an hour or two, then another guard comes out, relieves him of his shift. And then he carries it into the house with him. And he puts it down inside the foyer. Like in the dining room, there's like a that table that was off to the side that had all the cookies on it yesterday. He just puts it down on there. And then he sits down and eats some food. What a schlub. It's not even going to sing that We're getting our money back from uh, Flanders. He didn't go find Donna. Why didn't he ask him to go get Donna? Oh, 
No initiative. Kids these days have no initiative. I keep waiting. Okay, so then eventually, while he's eating, Donna comes through and he goes, oh, hey, hey, Donna. And then you can hear him swallowing and then he goes, this, some kid dropped this plan off for you. And she goes, oh, sick. I don't think I even know what kind of plant this is. And then she picks it up and she's real excited. And she takes it back into her room and she puts it on her desk and she gets out a book and she's like flipping through it, trying to look up the plant. He didn't even sing the song. Nope. Did he even give her the note? Um, Nope. To be fair, I don't think that the kid gave him the note. So, guys, do we sing the song real quick? Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But if you do, then here's a plant for Donna. Definitely not from Pete. All right, so you guys are in Donna's bedroom, and it's getting later. It's been, it's like late. It's like nine or whatever. Can we see out of it, or can we only, uh... One person can peek out of it at a time, and you can all hear. Okay. Did she figure out what kind it was? Nope, but she did comment on the little house, and she's like, that's cute. Y'all want to peek outside, drill, and see if it's safe for us to exit? Why don't we wait till we hear her sleeping? All right. Yeah, did the lights turn off in the room yet? Yeah, the lights turn off around midnight when people go to sleep who are real normal people, not like you crazy kids these days. So super early. Do we hear her snoring or do we hear her shoes drop on the floor or anything? You hear some pretty hefty snoring coming out of uh, old Donna. Old windbags. All right, guys. Let's go. Yeah, okay. Remember to take the plane with us. How do we leave? How do we jump out? out? We just jump. Yeah. Do we open the trap door? Yeah, you can just climb out. You like step out onto the floor. It's like weird magic. Who's taking the plant? I'll take the plant. It's my plant. All right. This is how we're going to do this. I read about it on the internet and I like it because it seems like you, I assume you're sneaking. Yeah. I've never sneaked. I didn't bring my sneakers. The more times you guys roll, the more likely you are to fail. So one person is going to roll every time I have you roll a stealth check. And then if it fails, the passive perception for the group, like whatever's around you, then we're going to go into like alert mode. So it'll be kind of like Metal Gear Solid. And then from that point, then everybody will have their own stealth checks and the guards will be actively trying to see you. Or I said guards, but whoever is around. All right, so you guys sneak out of the plant. Somebody roll a stealth check. Maybe we should rotate through. You want me to go? Yeah. Emily, roll a stealth check for the group. 22. It seems like you're pretty quiet. So are we trying to go to Harry's room right now? Straight to the vault. I think we should go to Harry's room first and check its pockets. Do you know which way that is? I sure do. It's in the south wing on the second floor. All right. You lead. Isn't that just upstairs from here? I lead the party to Harry's room. All right. Which way do you want to go? Um, I'm trying to think about whenever I got the tour. Is there a second staircase? No, there's only one staircase kind of in the middle. Like it's in the foyer and it goes up to that walkway. Can we hear or see any guards? Roll a perception check. 15. I got a one perception. 17. All right. Drell sees nothing because he can't get a spot to see through the crack in the door. But... Jaxo is short enough that he can look out of the bottom part of the door and Hap can look out the top. And you can see nobody in the foyer or dining area. And you can see most of the way into that lounge area. And you see nobody. 
but you can see through the windows in the lounge area out onto the back veranda by where that back gate is. And there's three guards lounging around out there in some patio furniture, just chit-chatting. So it would not be safe for us to go outside and try to climb a tree to get onto his balcony, Harry's balcony. It's hard to say. Oh, I thought that was, I thought where those guards were was on the back of the house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but wait, but Harry's room is on the front of the house. I don't know if you think that or not. Front of house room was the neat, sparsely decorated one. Yes, but I do want to say this. If guards could see you, you can go past there with a stealth check. It's just that they are likely to see you if you roll poorly. I whisper, I can cast Pass Without Trace. What's that do? A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, one hour, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. A creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. Yeah, do the crap out of that. Okay, I cast Pass Without Trace. All right, does that have a verbal component? Yeah. Okay. Can I whisper it? Sure. I mean, I just whispered. Yeah, roll a stealth check to see if you woke up anybody sleeping in a bedroom right next to you. 14. All right, Donna snores continuously, and now you guys are way better at sneaking. We're super hidden. All right, which way would you like to go? Well, if nobody can see us, I think we could just go up the main stairwell. All right, as you start to walk forward, you can see around through the entryway from the foyer as you're approaching the foyer, and roll perception checks. 11. 16. 25. Drell and Hap can see that there are another set of three guards that were standing at the front door. 14. That's a nine, not a six. I'm sorry. Okay, all three of you can see this set of three guards that were standing at the front door, still hanging out, like lounging on the front stoop with their halberds leaning against the decorations on the front porch, just chit-chatting. They're not looking at you per se, but you can see them. I think we continue. Because they should. if they're looking out front, they shouldn't be able to see us. Yeah, there's a lot of guards, guys. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's get upstairs where there's no guards. Greg's never did say that this will be an easy job, you know. But I agree. Let's get out of the eyesight. All right. You head up the stairs. Uh, roll a stealth check. Let's have Nora roll it. 22. Oh, a thing that I just remembered about that system is that you should use the lowest stealth modifier in the group. Mine's a four. Uh, Ed's is the lowest then. So it'd be 20. But you still got a 20? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't seem like anybody's said anything or noticed anything. You move up the steps. You get to the top of the steps. And as you're peeking up over the steps, uh, roll a perception check. 12. 17. Four. Well, who was in front? Hap? Yeah. Sure. All right, Hap, as you're climbing the steps very quietly, as you're coming up to the top of the curved staircase, you can see the back of a guard who is leaning on the railing overlooking the lounge, and he's just standing there. Can I do the cyberpunk style and take him out? You sure can. That's what thieves are good at. But, like, just strangulate him so that he loses consciousness and then throw his body somewhere? As a thief, you can do a sneak attack on a target who is surprised. And if you sneak up on him without him noticing you, then he's surprised. And you can just choose to do non-lethal damage. Okay. And then you can decide on the flavor. But I would imagine something like bash him on the back of the head with the 
hilt of your dagger or something. Oh, I was going to like reach around and do one of like the silent strangles from cyberpunk. Sure. Um, I feel like that should be a grappling thing. Then you'd have to grapple them and like wrestle them. Okay, well, then I'll just bash him with my dagger. Okay. Non-lethally, though. He didn't do anything wrong. He doesn't deserve to die. I don't think you're wrong. I don't know. He's got the stuff we need. He's about to get fired tomorrow. Since you're doing a real active thing, I want you to roll a stealth check against his perception. Do I still get a plus four or do I get my plus six? It's just you. And that plus 10 from Emily's spell. 14. Oh, plus 10 from Emily's spell, 24. 24, you say? That's what I said. I think that you got him. So now you're going to roll to hit. 10. You only got a 10? Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to use my luck roll. I want to get lucky. Wait, tell us about that. What's that? You have three luck points per long rest whenever you make an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw. Or when an attack roll is made against you, you can spend one to roll an additional d20 and you choose which die to use. You can choose to spend luck points after you roll the die, but before the outcome is determined. All right. So I'm going to try again. Go for it. 18. 18. That is a hit. Woo! You bang him on the head. Roll damage. And don't forget to add your sneak attack damage. Uh, so 8 plus 10 is 18. You knock this stupid guard right out without even finding out his name or if he has kids. He slumps to the ground. And his spear starts to tip over onto the ground, but you catch it with your foot and let it go softly on the ground. I feel like you told me that there was a bathroom on the boy's side of the house, and I feel like that would be a good place to stash him. All right. You want to try to drag his body? I motion one of the others over. I'm like, can you come help me? But quietly, so we can lift this guy up and then take him over there. All right. I grab his legs. I grab his arms. I open the door of the bathroom. All right, are you going which direction? Uh, towards the south wing and the bathroom that's in the boys' part of the... The bathroom's like house. one of the only rooms that anyone wants to visit at night. It's the one you chose? You know where people where don't go? Where else do you want me to put him? The closet. Okay, is there a closet that we see along the way, Brayton? So you're going to want to... If you're going to the south wing, you're going across that loft walkway bridge that goes over the foyer and lounge area. So there's nothing there except for a banister. But at the end of that little hallway, there's a little desk that's built into the wall, like a letter desk, letter writing desk. What do you call those? And then there's a door that opens up into that wing. There are closets associated with those bedrooms in that wing that you saw when you were there. In the bedrooms or in the hall? So there's a door that opens up into basically a hall, but with like no length, like a five foot long hall. And there's a closet and then two bedrooms. In that hallway. Like a linen closet. Yeah, let's store him in that closet then. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a big closet. It's like a walk-in closet. Is that the closet that has the vault in it? No, that's in the north wing. No, yeah, it's like the same size as that closet that has the vault in it, but there's no vault in this one. You think if memory serves. Um, all right, roll a stealth check to carry this guard. And I say at disadvantage, because you're carrying a big heavy guard in armor. But I'm opening the doors. 18. Okay. You carry the guard across the walkway. Jaxo opens the door quietly. Then Jaxo opens the next door quietly. And there's a closet with a bunch of clothes in it. It's a good thing we had passed without trace because that was a really bad roll. Yeah. That spell really made this a lot easier. All right. You want to stash that body in there? We sure do. 
Okay. You've stashed the body of a guard in a closet. I tie him up. I tie his hands and his legs and like put a gag in his mouth just to be on the safe side so he doesn't wake up early and alert everybody. Excellent. Did we learn? We decided before that there's no uh, like use rope or anything. Sure. Whatever. You tied him up. Great work. What do you guys want to do now? You're between the two bedrooms of the two boys. So you think you can sneak into Harry's room and find a piece of paper in his pocket that has a set of words on it? I was thinking about this. I have a find object spell, and I was wondering if I could use that to find the passcode. The passcode's probably not an object. You can try it. What about the paper containing the passcode? Yeah. If it exists, do you have to be familiar with the object? Here's what it says. Describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction to the object's location as long as that object is within 1,000 feet. The object is in motion. You know the direction of its movement. The spell can locate a specific object known to you as long as you have seen it up close within 30 feet at least once. Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel. Jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. So I was thinking about casting that, but I don't know how successful it would be. And saying like passphrase key. We need to get the actual the physical key off the dad still, right? Ah, uh, yep, we sure do. Their bedroom's downstairs, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we should check Harry's room. Well, if we can't find that, then we gotta get out because we don't have a way in any, even with the key. Yep. We've already clubbed the guard, so like if we leave now. The chance of them not changing the number on the vault? Dangerous. Especially after he found out that his paper was missing? I think maybe uh, Jaxo here should sneak in. I don't think all three of us should. I think that's too many. Yeah, cheese. All right. You hit, You wait here? We'll wait out here in the hallway. Okay, stay real still, because when I leave, you won't have my spell anymore. Maybe we'll stay in the closet with the guard while you're in there. I thought you were going to use your spell to try to find that thing. I don't think it's going to work. I'm sorry. All right, do you want me to go in and search his pants? Search his pants. Okay, I sneak into the room. Which room? The room that Hap is pointing to. Hap, which room are you pointing to? The front one. Okay, a stealth check. 27. You slowly creak the door open. Well, you don't creak it open because it's absolutely silent. And you slip into the room, which is dark. But I can see 90 feet. Which is far enough to see a young man laying on the bed who you recognize asleep named Ferguson Finn. Damn it. Ed misled me with his stupid bed commentary. The mom said that way. I leave. All right. Now what do you do? I am in the hallway and I go with my gestures. That is not the right room. But I don't say anything. I just gesture angrily and I go across the hall and I sneak into the other room. I quietly pretend to butt my forehead with the base of my palm. Nobody ever said we were good thieves. That's true. All right. Roll a stealth check. 32. I told you I'm good at sneaking. Even your friends don't notice you go into the room. Okay. Once you're inside this room, it's also pitch black. But there's a big window on the back side that you remember about. It looks out over the back patio, and you're careful to not be seen by any of the guards out there. But this room, to you, seems to be unoccupied. Roll a perception check. He's out philandering! Eight. Yeah, you do not see anybody in this room at all. Look in his pants. All right, I look for the hamper. You find it. It stinks. 
I don't care. I dig through the hamper. I look in all the pockets in the hamper. Okay. Nothing? You don't find crap. That's good news. I look for like a coat rack or like a, a hook where he has his jacket hung up or something. Sure. He's got a whole bunch of them because he's all got right. a bunch of jackets. I check he's all very those fashionable. Pockets. Okay, roll another stealth check because you're taking forever. 23. And then roll an investigation check, too. 16 investigation. All right. You don't find crap. You find some loped petals, like two of them. Okay. They're worth something. You should take them. One blue one and one green one. Nice. I can't tell that, though, because everything's grayscale because it's the dark. Yeah. I'm sorry. You find one gray one and one gray one. Okay. And they're both dry. Okay. I pocket those. Uh, does he have a desk or a bedside table? Yeah, he's got one of each. I start to look in those. All right, roll a stealth check. 29. Okay. He's got like a bunch of mock-ups for posters that say like, featuring Finn's Lopidia pedals. And uh, there's like some crumpled up ones that say like, only losers lack Lopidia he thinks they're not that good. And then there's like a bunch of like sketches of like half naked women. But no like single word pieces of paper or. No. Okay. Nothing like that. I look on the ceiling above his bed thinking that maybe he painted a word there that means something to him because he seems weird. Nope. It just looks like a ceiling. All right. Maybe it's one of the phrases on the thing. Or they lone Lopidia is not for losers. Or what did the sign say? Flynn's Lopidia Company or Flynn's Flowers. Something about petals are cool. Only losers lack Lopidia. What's the other one? The one that doesn't suck. I remember it and I'll tell you. All right, brain doesn't remember what it was. It's not it. That's metagaming. That is prime. That is prime. Prime metagaming. Does he have a belt with like a word on the belt buckle? I look you for his belt. You don't see any Belts. He's out. If he wears a belt, he's out on the town with it Some right Some people now. have more than one belt, my friend. It has their password on it? There's no book on his bedside table? A man can't read. Or a journal? Yeah. No, he has a journal on his bedside table. I look through it. You rifle through it. A piece of paper falls out of the journal. What does it say? I pick it up. It says 0730. Dang it. Damn it. Okay, I put it back inside of the journal. All right. I guess I leave because I don't know where else to look. That means that the third phrase isn't his because he's just a number. Where is the phrase from? The mom. I leave the room. Maybe the word is daffodils. <laughs> Maybe it is. Let's get that key. How many times do you think you can say the wrong word before it locks it out and burns everything inside? And then we just leave and say, like, quest didn't work Sorry. out, buddy. Sorry. We could just set the house on fire at that point. Will the gang find the passphrase without alerting the guards? Are they going to burn down the entire estate and fail the mission? Or will they retreat in the night and be forced to re-enter at a later date? Find out next time on Burglar Mystery Tour. Indoors. Rolling dice with our best friends. Solving mysteries at
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Living with 